0: Okay, I am here with Sebastian. Oh, I'm Paul, and I'm here with Sebastian. Uh, no. Oh, wait, what?
1: Nothing, I said hello. Oh, I thought you said no, and I was like, I messed <laughs> no, up the no, names. The no. <laughs> name's right, I said hello. Okay.
0: Well, anyway, yeah, so uh, sometimes I'm with Dylan, who is based out of Texas in the United States, um, and, and here we have Sebastian, who is in Germany, right? Yeah, that's right awesome just got back from vacation
1: how was that it was great actually we just picked up our cat because she was in the on basically on vacation too so yeah that was (laughs) great (laughs) so if there's maybe some scratching noise in the background then my cat's probably scratching at my door because i closed it
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right awesome well i'm glad you had a good vacation uh it's been a long time coming that we have had a conversation together so i'm looking forward to this uh, let's jump right into it. I know you had some some things to talk about that I'm not even all that uh, familiar with, so I'll let you take it away here.
1: So, first of all, we have an upgraded net area basically on Mr. Steven. They extended, or they increased the net area from about 10,000 square feet to about 40,000 square feet, which is for uh, non-metric noise. That's like about 3,715 square meters. That's approximately four times the size of the old net and all of those upgrades were done in less than 48 hours. So that's typical SpaceX space, I'd say. Also on the Tesla front, we have uh, Tesla closed the pre-orders for the Model 3 in the US and Canada. So basically everyone can go to their website and configure model three now and to place an order that's like three thousand five hundred bucks which is sadly non-refundable so if you made the call to get a tesla you either get it or you have wasted three thousand five hundred bucks mm-hmm. also they have reached a preliminary agreement to build a manufacturing plant in china which is about which is due to produce about five hundred thousand vehicles per year because they still have very high import fees in uh, china for teslas they are about 40 percent more expensive over there so yeah
0: wow that was, that was a lot of stuff let's break that down let's talk about the 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 boat what is it mr stevens mr uh, steven yeah and his his claws so first of all i didn't know that 48 hour thing and that is impressive as all hell uh yeah and if you see some pictures maybe we'll try to link to them uh but they're all over
1: they I, I just but basically, go to this basic subreddit and they're <laughs>
0: all over it. <laughs> I love, I love. Um, you know, did they miss the fairings by the increased
1: size of the net in
0: the past? Is this like, is it really that close? Is kind of my question. Yeah, it is.
1: It is. It's, Elon said it's like they missed the fairings usually by by around ten or fifteen meters. So, geez, that's
0: that's just crazy. I would love, I would love to be on that ship. I would love to see <laughs> video from that ship. I hope we get some video.
1: They they showed video before of off the ship with the with the net, but uh, they didn't show when the fairing hit the water. But yeah. there is there is footage floating around from the SpaceX cast. Ah,
0: oh, that has got to be the coolest uh, job and, and footage in the world and yeah, all the stuff that SpaceX does out at sea, like it missed rocket uh, recovery attempts, like uh, Bulgaria said. I don't know if you remember that yeah. one, but but like that <laughs> has not yet been released, and I, it's just some people have seen it and it's just crazy i mean i haven't seen it but
1: what did B- bulgaria said do it like it like just burned a little bit didn't it like uh catch it didn't it like catch on fire on the boat uh, i think
0: set? it did like a little dance like it landed on one leg and then kind oh, of right, swiveled yeah. in that,
1: that was bulgaria so i didn't remember there were so many landings and not yeah. landings and stuff it's crazy yeah and they released that
0: video that kind of was the compilation but bulgaria said it's yeah. not in that uh, the one that floated when it was supposed to I don't remember which one, but it, it was supposed to do like a just an experimental like water landing, but they really didn't expect it to yeah, like survive. That
1: was that was actually after the video, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there wasn't but
1: the one that they dropped in the ocean and so like, <laughs> why don't you die?
0: <laughs> anyway, that's super cool with the with the claws and the net and everything. I would love to work on that boat. I would love to see that boat in action.
1: Everyone would.
0: Let's go into the second thing that you had talked about, which was...
1: Tesla's uh, closing the pre-orders for the Model 3 in US and Canada.
0: Clarify that for me. So, if I wanted to
1: pre-order a Model 3 right now, I couldn't, is what you're saying? or No. Uh, so, um, after the Model 3 event, there was like the reg- registration thing where you basically went to the Tesla website and put in a $1,000 fee so you can register for the pre-orders. Right. Now they close that system so you can directly go to the website, configure your Model 3, and then place a $3,500 oh. fee and get your uh, car delivered in about three to five months. That's that's awesome. I just
0: recorded with Dylan like a few days ago. Um, and he, a few days before that, like like less than a week probably, I think he put down an order on a Model 3. So I don't know if that's good for him that he, he got in at the last minute there or... I don't know. He uh, I think they told him oh, I'm trying to remember. It was on the last podcast, but I think they said 6 to 9 months maybe. Yeah, his... like
1: on their website it says 3 to 5 months, but uh multiply that by 1.6 because Elon time and you <laughs> get to 9 months something. Do you know
0: do you know where they get the that number from?
1: It's actually margin time. Yeah.
0: It took me a while to realize that. I was like, that's an oddly specific number. Uh <laughs> it it works out pretty well. Yeah, it does. Okay, so let's talk about this, the last thing, which the China, China stuff, right?
1: Yeah, they have reached an agreement with uh, basically a sub company from Tesla in China. So to have a company in China, you basically need to have a franchise in China to be able to build stuff there. And they now have an agreement that they're allowed to build a plant and that can put out about 500,000 vehicles per year. I have the email, that's, that basically those informations come from uh, the Inside Automotive um, newsletter, email newsletter, if you want to check that out, just Google it.
0: Well, would you consider yourself, let's, let's just ask a quick question. Do you consider yourself like more on the Tesla side of a fan of things or are you more on SpaceX side?
1: I'm actually more on SpaceX because I want to work there in the future.
0: (laughs) Right, right. You had said that. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, you seem to know a lot about the Tesla side and, and I try to keep, Little bit more tabs on SpaceX, but uh, I
1: like this. We're pretty informed, I think, altogether. So now you to your stuff.
0: Yep, yep. Just recap on the whole Thailand situation with the, the Thailand cave rescue. Uh, you're are you familiar with this one a little bit?
1: I am a little bit familiar with that, actually. Yes,
0: okay. So just recap, uh, like a dozen ish like 12-year-old boys from a Thailand soccer team. I don't really understand how, but they ended up in a cave that then basically flooded and they couldn't get out because like some of them couldn't even swim. And so it became this big rescue effort. I'm sure like it's huge in the news, so people are generally aware of that. But Elon Musk pretty much on Twitter started out like, huh, I could help. You know, he was just like, is there some way I could help? And then people replied to him a bunch. And eventually I think there was an actual request from either the divers or somebody in a position to actually be requesting something you know ask that he work on some kind of engineering solution uh so if you look at his twitter feed it, it goes through a long history of well not long history it was like 24 48 hours of testing and, and development which is really impressive uh how much they did in that short amount of time but basically they figured out the problem and went to a final uh, you know design to be used for rescue which is essentially just a mini submarine like unpowered that the kid could just kind of crawl inside and, and be inside in a, a dry environment as they were removed from the cave and what it turned out to be uh they flew this thing over there elon himself was there there was a lot of communication with him and the divers and everything so it was a big ordeal and i think elon probably spent like a lot a lot of money or spacex somebody spent a lot of money
1: i don't actually think that that's that expensive because to me that just looks like big basically pressure tank with some uh compressed air bottles strapped to the side and some weights that's you know
0: where the where the money comes from is i think largely uh okay so they used their tube i think they used their tube from the falcon 9 which i don't know how much that is but rocket parts tend to be expensive so i imagine that was not the cheapest thing <laughs> then you've got labor which i think in a tweet he said that some like at least 9 engineers ended up over there i think and engineers back in california ended up working like 24 hours uh like around the clock kind of thing and i'm sure they were like paid for that in, in some way uh so just in man hours and opportunity costs that he could have been working on something else and talking with people on twitter and talking to the divers and then he i think used his personal um like private jet to to get the stuff over there right so there was at least one flight but maybe two that come into like hundreds of thousands of dollars there so
1: Yeah, for Elon,
0: I mean, that's peanuts for him, so... Yeah, it is kind of... I don't know. He doesn't... Like, his donations to charities, usually, like, even as rich as he is, have seemed to be uh, the few public ones. I feel like... I don't remember one that was a lot more than 100,000. So this is kind of, I think, above average for him, except maybe he's... Unless he's making anonymous donations that are, like, a lot bigger. Um, But yeah, it's just... for a billionaire, it's not too much, but he did definitely sink some serious time into this. Um, and yeah, so, but the the trick of it is that they didn't end up using it and now Twitter and a lot of people are just not fully informed about the situation and kind of assuming like, oh, he could have donated that money to rescue efforts. At
1: least he did something. Mm-hmm.
0: And it, he even posted an email that he had with, um, like e- email correspondence that he had with one of the actual divers. And the guy's like, yes, it would be absolutely worth continuing to develop this rescue vehicle and so it's i think people are just pretty much generally uninformed when they're when they're saying he could have done something and it's like i don't know people try to i guess hold billionaires to the absolute moral standard like he could have used his money slightly more efficiently Uh, maybe because they didn't use the thing but we didn't know they weren't going to use the thing and uh on twitter apparently people are saying that the pumps that were keeping the water levels down failed an hour after the final rescue. Yeah. So, like, it, it was an hour difference that this sub actually could have ended up being really useful. So I don't know. That's that's basically the gist of it. And, and the fallout here is, like, was it worth it to do that for him? And it wasn't about it being worth it because it was just him, you know, doing what he could to help. But a lot of negative PR seems to have been generated. And I don't know. It's,
1: it's interesting to watch it unfold but if you see like this a thing like that could also be useful on mars maybe if you just want to use somebody that's manned if you can't control it to get through a cave but yeah there's no water on mars but i think you catch you can catch my drift there yeah
0: yeah i think i think he had mentioned possibly this could be used in some kind of space environment yeah you know it. it's the difference between like i don't know that this is gonna serve as the the basis of some kind of you know, escape pod or something because it's the difference of like emergency engineering versus like really planned and you have lots of time kind of engineering. And I mean, SpaceX really pushes it still, but I, you just, I feel like you make different decisions for like one-off scenarios versus general, you know, needs of, of something like that. So I don't know. I I suspect it'll end up having some cool use in the future eventually, or otherwise just end up in some kind of Elon museum maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way either way
1: just really quick we have uh, like two upcoming events that's the Telstar 19v launch on july 22nd at 1 50 a.m eastern and the iridium 7 on july 25th at 7 39 a.m eastern if anyone is interested in watching those those are both block 5 launches so it's gonna be a landing yay okay awesome talking with you it was a pleasure thank you
0: I don't know how to stop this, actually.